Welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. We have made it to Friday, unless you're listening to this on Monday, in which case, remember Friday? It was so fun. Anyway, joining me today is the wonderful and hilarious Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hello, Ben. Hello. How you doing? Good. I'm in the same clothes as yesterday, and you're just in a party you're in, a, you're in a party over there. I decided, well, I was out of t-shirts, and I was like, I could put on another, I could put on like a polo shirt, which kind of feels like sad, and would, it would be very Southern Charm, but I was like, you know, I have this Hawaiian shirt that's been lurking in the corner of my closet, and I don't really get to wear it, and I was like, I am going to wear a Hawaiian shirt for Crap is on Demand. I just had this moment. I was like, why am, am I like not good enough for a pattern? Am I not entitled to have a pattern moment? And so I decided You are to entitled. May Thank I be you. the first to say, you go, girl. You go. Thank you. Just go. You go with your bad self. Thank it you. looks cute. Thank you very much. I Actually, I really enjoy this. I really enjoy this shirt. I should wear it more. But I also don't want to look... I feel like it's a, it's a... You have to, like, thread the needle when you wear a Hawaiian shirt. Like, you got, like... Because it can go wrong. Like, you have to have the right occasion, the right vibe... So we're gonna just we're doing like a little. This road is test. it, huh? Yeah, this is Crap it. Is on demand. This is <laughs> this is this it. is the day you carefully chose. This is the day I well, said. You know what? It's gonna be a Hawaiian shirt day. So go Ricky, go Ricky, <laughs> go Ricky, go Ricky. Uh, by the way, this is a long way to infer that this is actually a Crappens on Demand episode. So go to Patreon.com/slash/WatchOrCrappens. Um, and if you support us at the Crap is on Demand level, you get to see this beautiful Hawaiian shirt in action. You get to, you actually get to watch us do the, the podcast, not just listen. You'll also get access to our weekly bonus episode. We, uh, ranted, slightly raved, but mainly ranted about Big Brother this week, which was, just feels great every time we do it. We also, we also made fun of something else. I forget what, there was something else we made fun of that was like really good. Don't remember what it is. Just go listen. But, um, you get that with Patreon. And, uh, of course, Discord, etc. So, that is all the news. But now, we just have Southern Charm before we get right into the weekend. Are you ready, Rondo? Previously. <laughs> Previously on this show, I had to come crawling back to... <laughs> What um so previously a Southern Charm? What if Naomi and I went to lunch? And then Paige <laughs> being like, "No, hanging out with an one on one with an ex is inappropriate, unless of course you live in a house with them for an entire summer and um, sleep within five feet of them, <laughs> which is totally fine." <laughs> right. And um, as Craig lays down the rules for their future, this is why I'm going through all of this for this one line. As Craig and Naomi lay down their rules for their future, Vanita is coming to grips with her awkward presence. Who wrote that line? That's so rude. <laughs> Naomi was like, can I just write a line, guys? She's so awkward. 
I love that Naomi's just burning people now. She just shows up to burn people in the previous season and then goes home. Yeah. Seriously. Um, so, uh, so we open with, um, the answer to the question, which is what does it look like when the cast of Southern Charm makes their bed? And (laughs) (laughs) that's when you know, this show is officially over that everybody's making their bed. I mean, they even show Shep putting on a pillowcase. The show is toast. Okay. Put some peanut butter on it and get it down my throat. It's toast. Um, but yeah, Vanita's making her bed. My note was, uh, this is where we start wondering if there's anybody in the casting office. Because this is the beginning of the show. Vanita makes her bed and tells her dog, hi, do you want to make the bed? And then Na- um, Naomi makes her bed. And then Shep puts a pillow in a pillowcase and Marcy folds some baby clothes. Now, who the fuck is Marcy and why the fuck do I have to care about her having a baby or fold baby clothes? I don't fucking know. Okay? Show's toast. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean... You know, for a show where people make their beds and don't lie in them, there's a lot of bed making happening on this episode. <laughs> Crush up an avocado and turn and serve it to a woke ass liberal. All right, <laughs> this is toast. That sounds delicious, by the way. Um, I know because so, you're a woke ass liberal. That's like, why you're like mm, delicious. It's like Pavlov's dog. You know, you I, just say avocado toast, and you've got like five five lib cards. Won't say the bad word, okay? Five <laughs> lib cards at your door. Hey, if being a liberal means I also get to enjoy avocado toast, sign me up. I was on Peloton yesterday. Speaking of, okay, so I was on Peloton and I was like doing a race. See, I mean, are you're just no, no. adding to your you're just adding to your lib card I know, woke ass. I know. Listen, that's okay. I don't care. Like, what? I'm not gonna be what I'm not. Okay, but um, I was I was doing some Peloton. And um, I was taking a class with Christine Derrickol. She's the one who often spirals. And um, I noticed that the number one, like the person who was like number one on the leaderboard, I actually took a picture of it because I thought it was so funny. This person taking Christine Derrickol's class, and Christine is all about like, it's not about where you are on the leaderboard. It's that you showed up. It's that you are on the leaderboard. And she sings show tunes and all this and that. Number one and when you are on Peloton, you can have like a little hashtag, you know, like there's a hashtag watch what happens, by the way. Number one was hashtag Dems are corrupt. I was like, what are you doing in this Christine Derrickel class? You overachieving liberal hater. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what they're not doing. They're not planning on having avocado toast later. Listen, I can tell you that is a person who's not having avocado toast. Okay? You got to make sure your legs are strong the next time you go to the Capitol. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was very funny. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> Ronnie's got back Sorry, I still have a bad back and I had to turn on the fan and I had to use this pen to reach it. It still hurts. Oh, no. Okay, so opening shit, opening shit. And um, also, yes, you know what? Where you are on the leaderboard, of course it fucking matters. Of course it fucking does. And everyone who says age is just a number, it's a it's a number that describes how fucking old you are. It's a descriptor, okay? Uh, and if you're last on the wow. leaderboard, get your ass in gear and make a fucking effort and stop telling me it doesn't matter. If it didn't matter, you wouldn't have a fucking leaderboard, Demonico. Or whatever your name is. Del- De- Christine Derrickle. <laughs> Christine Derrickle, who did a Yo-Yo Ma ride, which I still don't even understand how that works. But she did one. I'm telling you. A is Yo-Yo so kooky. Ma ride? <laughs> yeah, she is so kooky. And you can tell. like, And she has, and all the Peloton riders have like, all the Peloton riders have like these uh, little taglines that they sign off with. Like, you know, like 
Emma Lovewells is something like live well, be well, or something like that. And everyone's like, you know, be your best, who you are. And hers is like, do better, be better, be see better, think better, and then you will be better. I'm like, Christine, can you edit your tagline, please? <laughs> Have a seat, Derekle. But the best part okay, about Christine so- is that you're always gonna get some good little fair music. Like you're always like she's like for all the shit I talk about, Christine Derekle. Like, she will put on some Joan Osborne. She will give you a little Sarah McLaughlin. So I will always come back to her. Okay, I didn't mean to set you in a Derrickle spiral, for Christ's sake. Okay. Come back it's to okay. the five and dime, Benny Dean. Benny <laughs> Dean. We have a very important show to cover. Marcy is folding baby clothes. This lady who's, who's still chain-smoking three cartons of cigarettes a day <laughs> is folding some baby clothes. I need to see how it's going. So it's just Marcy alone. And she's like, I can't believe I'm having a little girl. She's going to be, like, screaming and crying, and I just want to party. <laughs> and then uh, we see Leva with her child, who's, like, she's, like, taking care of her son. Uh, and he's, like, sucking his thumb. Basically, everyone's, like, taking care of shit. They're, they're like, cleaning something. They're folding something. And then it cuts to Austin just strolling down the street. I was like, of course, Austin's the one person not actually bettering his environment right now. Neither Catherine or Austin will be making their bed this episode. I know. They're going to make other people do stuff for them. Yeah. (laughs) So he's uh, got, he arrives at the mail, at the mail place. Oh, uh, do you have my mail? (laughs) Uh, He arrives at the nail place and um, he's obviously just taken one of those Ubers in a minivan with the electric doors that close because (laughs) he can't figure out what to do with the door. It's like, do I touch it? Do I not touch it? And the driver yells at him. And at first I was, yeah, at first I was like, what is he doing? And I was like, oh, it's a minivan Uber where you just do not touch the door. (laughs) But the door's closing like this, like, like really, really slowly. And you just want to help the door. I did that the other day in a store where I think it was like, you know, when they, you know, like it's one thing if you just know it's automatic doors, but I opened the door and the door was like, and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, is that an automatic door opening or was it not? So then I was like, tried to, cl- then the door was open. So then I was like trying to close it. But the door was like, no, no, you will not close me because I'm automatic. But at that point I had already committed to closing the door and I felt like I was on display like Melissa Gorga. So I was like, really, so I was like really pulling this door to close. I was like, no, you will close for me. My masculinity depends on this door. <laughs> and I looked like an idiot. Well, so did Austin. So you've yeah. got that in common. So um, he, he's getting a Manny Petty with, or I guess just a Petty Petty with a Petty Petty. <laughs> now a that's the place I'm going to open. Petty Petty. Just come here and talk shit while Tom I scrape Petty. shit off your feet. <laughs> so um, the Petty Tom Petty Petty. How about mm-hmm. that? It's with just Lori Tom Petty. Petty being Petty. Well, and Lori Petty's your nail tech. <laughs> <laughs> So Catherine and Austin getting a pedicure together. And Austin's very, he's one of those guys. He's like, I'm a guy. I'm getting a pedicure. Yeah. Okay. It's just us. Just me. It's a guy. Me getting a pedicure. It's a girl's day. <laughs> me. Me. A guy. Yeah. Getting a pedicure. He highlights this about six times. He's like, the girls need to gab. The girls need to gab. I'm a girl. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. But I'm in a girl place. So I'm going to act like a girl. <laughs> I wrote poetry. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm a girl today, so uh, we're going to have some champagne because it was Girl Gab Day. Are you kidding? You have a fucking beer with tangerine in it, okay? <laughs> Let's stop acting like you're like The Rock, okay, on the mask. <laughs> is The Rock considered very masculine? I'm assuming so. I mean, his yeah, name is The Rock. Sure. But. Sure. He, well, yeah, I think, sure. Um, so, well, either way, uh, I like that Austin is so inept that he doesn't even understand the concept of a chair massager. Catherine, Catherine has to be like, um, pick up the remote. 
and then press that button, press it, and then see how it feels. He's like, whoa, this is crazy. This is insane right now. My chair's alive. I didn't know chairs could do this. It's insane. Just two girls and chairs moving. Whoa. So today's episode has been sponsored by the color peach. Okay. Yeah. Or salmon. I don't know what you would call it. I'll go with salmon because there's like salmon walls and um, salmon, you know, Catherine's wearing a salmon outfit and she wants salmon nail color to match her outfit. Can someone please call Catherine and tell her that's what color her tanner should be? Everything is salmon in this, <laughs> except Catherine's face is like a paper bag. But you could tell that while she was getting her spray tan, she was like thinking. She was like putting her finger on the middle of her chin and going, erm, because there's just a big white spot in the center of her chin. I love that Catherine can never consistently shade herself. <laughs> she really, she really can't. So Austin says um, that he's always had a soft spot for Catherine. He goes, I mean, look. I did win Drama King in high school. <laughs> Catherine is certainly dramatic as well. I'm like, well, you also drove over someone's yard on a race to get home from lacrosse practice. So, yeah, you are Drama King. But that has nothing to do with it. So she asked him if he's good. Are you going to get color on your nails? And he's like, no, not Craig. <laughs> and then it cuts um, so, okay. to Craig at, at, at his home office. And, you know, he's got like. He's got like one or two nails that have nail polish on it. And he's just like looking over designs and he's mumbling to himself. He goes, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> oh, that printing out, printing out paper. Yeah. Really working smarter I now. like that. He, I like his working smarter. He prints out like a pattern and then he cuts it with like child scissors. You know, I'm just like kind of <laughs> cuts it really slowly. So he gets a call from Naomi and he's he looks at the phone. And he's like, oh, my God, why is she calling me? Oh, and starts doing his <laughs> fake, his burp, his weird, awkward burp thing. Chai I burp. still don't know what that is. Like, oh. <laughs> so she's like, hi, um, what are you doing, Craig? And he's like. Uh, just doing mood boards for a spring collection. Can't wait to find the perfect pillows to walk this one. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> so Naomi's like, she basically says that she had like a really strange reaction at Olivia's party and needs to pick uh, Craig's brain about it and wants to get coffee. And he's like, uh, um, and she, then it says two weeks ago it's Paige saying like I'm hanging out with an ex while you're dating someone is inappropriate almost as inappropriate as going to Zara and paying full price when you know very well it should be 30% off why are you going to pick through pick Craig's brain Craig's brain is like a flea market at 3.30pm on a Sunday it's picked through okay <laughs> it's done what are you expecting to find there <laughs> yeah i mean she basically just wants craig to confront the situation because she knows she can't so um uh so then naomi's like well you know it's bad because like it's about Catherine, and i just feel like you're the best person to advise me on this right now and he's like um is it bad enough that we have to like meet and like talk about it like can we talk on the phone you know like gossip gossip smarter not harder right <laughs> she's like yes craig and he says well okay but like if it's serious enough that you have to tell me and oh, 
person then okay she's like well i don't want to bother you if you're like busy or whatever and he's like i mean i guess it's just coffee it's not like we're gonna go get our nails done or anything like that cut back to austin and Catherine getting their nails done and austin's like Catherine, i'm a blonde guy so i really like this look on you i really like it on you i'm a blonde guy yeah it's hot yeah and then uh she's like erm how's everything with olivia he's like i haven't spoken to her since her party okay it just bothered me that even after i talked to her she decided to invite my ex to her party what what insane right now i will not be with someone who wants to pursue a relationship with my ex okay i'm not crazy right i'm not insane right madison (laughs) And she's like, no, you're not crazy. And she tells us, yeah, sometimes Austin's a petty bitch. And she starts <laughs> laughing. So um, he's getting paraffin wax on his feet. Which Baby's first wax, yeah. Is What is, paraf- what is paraffin wax? It's like, I it's know. basically, it's lovely. Um, but I think it's usually an add-on, by the way. But they basically, like, melt this sort of, like, they put this, like, this wax on you. It's like It's like this warm wax that coats your hand and then they put it in a bag <laughs> and your hand you got like little plastic mittens little waxy plastic mittens for like you mm. know two minutes and they take it off when it takes off it feels nice and smooth it's mm-hmm. you know i don't know if it's effective but it's like a fun experience to go through. my feet are basically legos like i don't even know how they stay on i don't know how they just haven't become infected with it i just ignore them i'm like you're big and ugly so i'm just gonna be like i just pretend they're not there I was about to say, I forget, are you a, a Manny Petty guy or are you? No. 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 I don't want to subject anybody to that. It's why I don't date. I don't need to subject anybody to what they're going to get. Listen, people deal with much worse. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, like male techs have seen it all. It's, same, it's public protection, okay? And it's the same reason I don't get pedicures. No one needs, there's no amount of money in the world that is would justify someone going through that experience. I'm telling you, nail it's the Vietnam. Okay, they've seen the Vietnam of <laughs> my feet are like the Mekong Delta. Ken Burns wrote a documentary about it. <laughs> my feet are like the helicopter trying to evacuate the last Americans from the embassy in 1975. You are sunlight and I moon. It's in Miss Saigon now. Okay, so uh, Paraffin God! And so Austin's like, whoa, this is like hot wax. This is like erotic. This is like erotic wax. And Catherine's like, um, that means you might be kinky if you like the wax. And he's like, I'm not kinky. I'm a man. Okay. Like, I don't want to be hit. Okay. Like with an object. I'm barely drinking champagne because it's girl's day. It's girl's day. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't like pain. Pain doesn't turn me on. I'm like, well, that's unfortunate because you seem to inflict a lot of it emotionally so uh kathy i'm like why not write kathy kathy Kathy. (laughs) that's like a whole different person is it i think if she was kathy she'd be like oh my god try the paraffin wax you've got to do it you might get this poured on your pee pee am i right it's like a totally different character (laughs) she's just bringing brownies everywhere i made brownies so (laughs) (laughs) Catherine likes a light paddle so then austin is like he tells us something we don't really need to be told. Like, we already figured it out. He goes, I'm as vanilla as it comes. It's like, yeah, you look like a birch tree. You're not vanilla. You're not even vanilla. Vanilla has flavor, okay? You're just, just corn. You're like corn syrup. Cream. <laughs> cream that's been put into an ice cream machine. 
He's like, every guy talks himself up, but it's always just like three or four positions and then your finishing move. Like my finishing move is the same as my beginning move. Anybody else? Lie there. Just lie there. <laughs> just let whatever happens needs to need to happen and wait for the snack afterwards. The literal snack, <laughs> snack. not the sexual snack. <laughs> I'm always waiting for the snack afterwards in any situation. Like there will be a snack after this podcast. That's really all I'm thinking about. So that's what gets me day to day. Those are like my tent poles that get me through life. Like you just you poles. have to go to work. I don't want to. There's a snack after. Gotta get a manicure. Don't want to. There's a snack after. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, maybe I'll get you to do a, a, a petty with me and I'll give no. you a snack after. No. So um, um you know, Olivia, by the way, Katie Cazorla is gonna is gonna kick your kick your booty now when she hears that you that you will do not want to get a pedicure. She's gonna come over, she'll be like, Ronnie, I'm here with a tub. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna do it. <laughs> you know that. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So um, Olivia, oh, so now now we go to Olivia's house where we learn where we get. It's actually a very special moment. It's the first time that Olivia's ever used a fly swatter, and I say this because I don't think she's ever used one before. She's like, no. pat, 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 pat. I'm like Olivia, <laughs> Olivia, you're not playing. Press your luck, okay? <laughs> and I know Olivia. Olivia is still kind of new on the show, and I haven't been that nice to Olivia. I think she's a ding dong, you know, and useless pretty much so far. But um. You know, and I know people get, like, really worked up. It's like, whose fault is it, Vanitas or Olivia? And how could you talk to Olivia like that? You guys are getting so fucking worked up over Southern Charm, eh? But just in my own defense, okay? I know I'm a judgmental, horrible human being. But it does lead to good places. And I feel like this episode proves me right in so many ways. Because this is how Olivia flots a swat. Uh, swats a fly. She stands there with the fly swatter and then just goes like this. <laughs> And just swings the fly swatter like around. She doesn't doesn't hit any flat surfaces, and she makes little like girl like I'm a girl. What flying swatting flies? I'm just a girl. The girl is a ding dong. Okay, She's, how could you stick up for somebody like that, America? She has no strategy behind her fly swatting. She's just sort of just hitting things randomly. I think her idea is like, well, if I hit enough things all the time, eventually the fly is gonna. Fly get in its little we'll, she we'll is so it. privileged she's waiting for the fly to just fly into it <laughs> I, I agree and her mom's right? just standing there and she goes oh well uh olivia it looks like he ran from you that's all <laughs> the fly ran from you. i mean it, the first of all by the way flies don't run from you it's literally in their name they fly away from you <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an insect named after what it does did you get it? Yes, Bunny, she got it. <laughs> Did you just see the skill you raised your child with? Fucking Bunny. <sighs> well, he just ran. And so Olivia's like, um, so Craig brought this to like our party and then we put it in the cooler. So like I still have it. It's like champagne. Do you like want some like mom like? And she's like, oh, well, that'd be so sweet. We should have it in mimosas. Your dad's not home. Don't tell him. <laughs> I love Olivia explaining the backstory on the champagne about like how it was put into a cooler and now it's out of the cooler. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Olivia, your mom knows she didn't give you enough allowance to go buy champagne. Okay. She doesn't need to know where anything else other than that you didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah. 
So well, um, was Austin having a good time at the party? And she's <laughs> like, well, we didn't have like the best ending because like people were saying like he's more tense like when Madison was around, but like yeah, he like is mom. <laughs> And I think that he's just very sensitive and sweet, and you just don't usually hear that the woman is being the, you know, the whatever, the P-I-T-C-H, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it just seems like wherever he goes, she has to be, like, right there. Like, you invited her. I know. What are you talking about? You yeah. invited her to your party, and now you're going to, like, shame her for being there? Like, she's obsessed with fucking Austin? Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. And so Robin is like, well, you think she'd be happy with her husband to buy? And Olivia's like, yeah, it's weird that she's, like, engaged, and this is still, like, a thing. I'm like, you guys don't understand. She's only engaged to piss off Austin, by the way. Like, we all know this, right? <laughs> She's engaged to a Mormon she doesn't have to have sex with that lives in a different state. Okay? Yeah. Let's not pretend Matt- that she's... <laughs> <laughs> she plays the long game, okay? This isn't out of love. This is like, she's like, oh, I'm going to show Austin. I will do whatever it takes to make him feel like shit. Even if it means marrying some Mormon non-sex person. <laughs> Yeah, and she's and the mom's like, Well, I wonder what her fiance would have to say about that. I wonder if your husband would know that you're getting drunk in the daytime again, Bunny. <laughs> Don't make me call your husband. With outsider champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was taken from Austin's parents' fridge in Charlotte, <laughs> yeah. wherever they were last week. Yeah, there's still like egg salad on it. So um, uh, then the dog tries to jump on the counter like, it's like a cat. It's like a cat. I'm like, wow, this lady is all about misnaming animals. Get off the chair, Nick Nipple. <laughs> so Austin is, um, who's so, Austin? He's, oh, Austin's he's still getting his, the... his, his pedicure. It's like, <laughs> I feel so bad for this tech. She's like the longest pedicure of my life. He's telling Montana, the nail tech. He's like, Montana. Don't make me fall in love with you. Don't make me fall in love with you, Montana. <laughs> so he's uh, now they're talking about Caleb, and Catherine's like, "In my gut, something is off." Like um, talking to Naomi at the party, that was like a lot. It was like super disrespectful. Hold on, let me pout. Hold on, let me put my finger in the spot <laughs> I've marked with a white pale circle. I'm really hurt. <laughs> it's my thinking spot. So now we see a Caleb flashback where he's telling Catherine. Yeah, Naomi was calling you names. Get the fuck out of here, Caleb. Okay, (laughs) they showed the footage again. Okay, you are ridiculous. Okay, I'm sorry. I was rooting for you. We all were rooting for you. You're being ridiculous now. (laughs) The fact that he left the party and doubled down on this is crazy. Like, he's making it even worse. So, Yeah. yeah, she was calling you names. And Catherine's like, yeah, but it's your job to shut it down, not just talk like you're a good guy. And your job is also... To make sure that I have the newest iPhone without a cracked screen, as you are an Apple <laughs> specialist, and my iPhone has a cracked screen. What the fuck are we doing in this relationship? <laughs> I forgot that he was an Apple specialist. <laughs> That's so perfect. Of course he is. Like he just has that look. He, I feel like he would like be very friendly coming up to you in like a in like a blue t-shirt, be like, "Hey, can I help you today? Anything can I can help you with?" You're like, yeah, my computer's broken. He'll be like, we can see you in five days. Okay? (laughs) You're like, fuck you. You just came up to me smiling. 
five yeah, days. I know. He'll be, he'll be like, hey, can I help you? Are you interested in anything? I'll be like, yeah, I'd like to look at the new iPad. I'm like, okay, hold on one second. He like walks over to his coworker. That person just cursed me the fuck out. I think we have to get them out of the store. <laughs> Sir, we've put your name in the iCloud. You are no longer available. You are no longer allowed to purchase from Apple. Like, Wait a second. <laughs> um, so Catherine's like, um, yeah, I mean, like, I would be more aware of what I'm doing if I was him. I mean, loyal. Hello. <laughs> okay. So then um, Austin's like, if you think something is off, then something is off. It's insane right now. I'm like, that's the advice I want to give every woman who crosses Austin's path. If you no feel kidding. Like off, Look run. at Austin suddenly believing in women's intuition. <laughs> I know. Like suddenly. <laughs> suddenly. <laughs> suddenly. So Levis house. Um, wow. This is a great Levis scene. So for everybody who's like, why is Leva here? What is she doing? Is she really just here to set up her spinoff or is she ever going to contribute something to the season? Here it is, guys. Stretching. She's stretching. She's stretching. She's it's <laughs> truly a stretch. So, um, yeah, Leva's getting her trainer Bjorn is uh, like kind of massaging her, but he's also like standing on like he's sort of like leaning on a pole. It sort of looks like he's. It looks like he's trying to like. He looks like a gondolier, but his gondola is not going anywhere. He's like st- stepping on the passenger. Yeah. So- <laughs> he's also. I have to say, this is my kind of like. If I was going to be a masseuse, I would be this kind because it yeah. looks like the least effort. Path, yeah, the, like least effort that you have to make as a masseuse because he just like puts a stick on you and then his foot like he takes his foot and he just kind of pushes your I know. muscle he's like look there there is that good like that, that feel good okay this is good that'll so be five hundred dollars she- <laughs> thanks so Leva's like ooh motherfucker and then her son walks in so she has to stop cursing and then she tells us um, about how she's trying to be more present so she's like not like cleaning the house as much not trying to cook as much because she just wants to be there and she's letting things slide at the restaurant with things that she wouldn't normally let slide which is probably the setup right there because then next season it'll be like the standard thing which is this restaurant has fallen into shambles because I've been reading a book about essentialism but now I'm here to clean it up and we're going to get people into order and here's your new manager yeah she says that she's reading a book on essentialism I, that's a thing I didn't know that was a thing. That means just doing the essentials. I don't I know. I mean, I was raised that that was bad. I'm really about the innocent. I'm really into inessentialism. That's like kind of my vibe. <laughs> the belief that nothing is essential. I like no, it. the belief that I just should do the things that are inessential and put off the things that are essential. Okay, listen. Essentialism. A belief that things have a set of characteristics with, which make them what they are, and that the task of science and philosophy is their discovery and expression. The doctrine that essence is prior to existence. You know what? You have time to read that. Clean your fucking kitchen. Okay? <laughs> That's what I say. I was going to say, wow, this really describes Southern charm, doesn't it? <laughs> so, Things just are what they, they are. They just are what they are. Okay? I'm leaving Legos on the floor from now on. I don't even have Legos or a child. I'm just going to start doing it and be like, like I'm essentialist, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I'm gonna order at Starbucks. Can I get a name, please? I'm a centralist bitch. That would like. I have a coffee for I'm a centralist bitch. So Kessara, Kessaraism. So anyway, so uh, her kid doesn't go to sleep till nine. And anyway, now we go over to Vanita, and uh, I'm sorry, I have a very important note to get in for that scene. Hold on, let me get to it. That was fucking pointless. Vanita. Okay, let's go to Vanita's scene. Now it's time for I'm Vanita. Bad. So uh, Vanita's there. Her mom comes over, Vi. And um, 
Vi has a gift for Charles, and of course Charles doesn't even partake in it, which is so rude of Charles because it was an adorable no, little gift. No, it's not rude because I knew you were going to think that, and I was going <laughs> to have to stand up for Charles. Okay, okay? he was not being rude. He wanted the pets. He wanted the love more. Like oh. he was more excited for the contact than he was for the toy he'll have later. Right now, he wants to focus on you. Oh, you that's know? a great perspective, Ronnie. Yeah, that's so he's a sweet guy. Sweet. I was watching him. Yeah. So um, also, I have to say, I love Vi already because she is wearing a turban that matches her shirt. That is my kind of girl. <laughs> She's like, I've got my purple turban and matching shirt outfit. I'm ready to go. And I was like, yes. yes. Yeah, I liked Vi. And honestly, you know, I did not like the uh, I did not like the grief or the grievances that Vanita put her mother through because I did not think that was fair at all all but we'll get to that so let's get through them yeah so uh she's talking about how she didn't get invited to this party and everything and she didn't she didn't want to be like the garden party all over again and we get a flashback of livia saying you are not gonna cancel culture me which is funny because then the only one who actually canceled anyone was olivia de (laughs) vadina didn't get the invite to the garden party sorry so vanita's her feelings are hurt and she feels like really embarrassed about everything and her mom's like, yeah, it's all over your face, you know, and you've got to talk about things, but you have to do it when you're rational. You can't talk about things in the heat of anger because then you say things you don't mean. Like, remember that time in the mall and you were like, why do your turbans always have to match, idiot? And, you know, I never recovered from that. <laughs> it was like, rough. monochromatic is my vibe, okay? <laughs> you can't spell vibe without vi. So, so then Vanita's like, well, mom, I get that from you, which is so like a, a drug commercial in the 80s. Like, yes. I learned it from you, dad. Um, and she's like, you didn't show me how to handle things because you hid stuff that happened with you and your dad a lot. I'm like, wait a minute. Are we now angry that our parents didn't fight in front of us? Yeah, because that's what I was like, I've been blaming mm-hmm. my parents for the wrong shit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to work. Now, I've been, I'm a fan of Vanita. I know that a lot of people in the audience have, have really not been happy with her. I'm a fan of hers, but this was bullshit. I'm sorry. We are not like, you, we're not going to now start saying that the, the issue is that you didn't damage me enough. Okay. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. You did not get to endure the trauma of, like, having your parents, like, argue and their relationship crumble in front of your eyes, okay? But I think it's probably for the best. Now, one can say that she did teach her how to deal with conflict in the best way because it's like there's someone who's wronged you that badly. Like, you don't fight with them or make it this whole thing. You're just done with them and erase them from your life. You know, that's how I like to deal with it so Mm -hmm. i'm on team vi but it does go deeper than that because we find out that vanita's parents so basically she went to school one day and she came home and then her dad was gone and that's it and then nobody tells her anything you know it's just like he's gone that's it so that's not cool you know no that's not cool but she basically is like um like her her issue that she says is like she says i don't have the insight that my friends have like they got to see their parents argue and figure it out i'm like i don't know like watch judge judy or something i just feel like i just feel like the the most common thing is like i mean watch top chef okay everyone on top chef is like growing up in my household there was a lot of fighting 
and cooking saved me. Like everyone, their biggest complaint is that there's there's so much fighting in their household that is torturous for them. And now she's like, there just wasn't enough fighting. I don't know. I have a hard time getting behind that. I feel like so you're suggesting that Vanita get a bacon tattoo and heroin addiction <laughs> is basically what you're suggesting. <laughs> I'm saying that's what would have happened had she had, she could have been a chef. honestly she could have been the star of the bear had she just merely had her parents had just argued a little bit more. Well, I mean, look, I get what she's saying. Like, you have to explain to the kid what's going on. But yeah, her yeah. argument is like, I didn't learn conflict resolution because I didn't see you resolve a conflict. I just saw you avoid a conflict. So now I don't know how to resolve one and blah, 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 which I get. But at the same time, like your mom's coming over to be nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it's your fault, mother, that yeah, I was uninvited to Olivia's because of how you handled things with dad. Yeah, I just felt like this. that's what it was. It was like, the you know, obviously kids always blame their parents. By I just felt like this was like I still a do little it, bit and more I'm old. of a stretch. Yeah, I'm an old person. I don't care when they're dead. I'll still blame them. I I, don't, I have no shame. Okay, mm-hmm. it's how I was raised. And guess who they blame? Well, my dad not so much, but my mother still blames her parents. That is <laughs> the circle of life. Yeah. Listen, I I think it's a fair thing to be like we never talk about things in my household, so I'm like uncomfortable in conflict. Like I understand that, but to be like I wish you guys had argued more, so that way I would understand what to do in argument. I don't know. I feel like that's like a stretch personally. I don't know. Well, her don't mom tells me, her. Her mom, don't at me, bro. Uh, you know, it's all your don't at me, bro attitude growing <laughs> up. Um, she makes the point that, well, the mom makes the point. She's like, listen, I saw a lot of people in my family and my friend group go through really yes. horrible stuff and conflict. And I saw how they dealt with it. And they dealt with it with screaming and yelling and, you know, fighting. And Vanita goes, and what did you learn from that? And she goes, not to do it. <laughs> yeah. That it's, she said that it's, that it's a terrible way to deal with it. And also, you know, first, like, I understand how Vanita would, I understand what, she, like, we're making jokes, but I understand where she's coming from. I understand how yeah. that would be hurtful. But then at the same time, I feel like if the mom was like, you know, your fucking father, he che- he's a cheater and this and that, then that is that would be construed later as you turned me against dad. Yeah, that would be And you be told me all too. of this bad stuff about dad. So that's, this is a no win. I, I mean, think. I think I think ultimately at the end of the day, like there's going to be emotional shrapnel from this situation, no matter what, with this dad who's living a double life. So unfortunately for Vanita, she's going to get something no matter what. And I, I personally think as not a psychologist, but I sort of feel like it's probably better off that this was the version of her emotional trauma as opposed to having to be like a little girl or a tween having to see like. The vicious stuff you know so i'm that's i'm kind of like vanita you, you're i feel like you're kind of lucky personally but i don't know it's friday i'm giving hot takes left and right what can i say i'll get a lot of dms being like ben you don't understand you know well i say if you're gonna be pissed off at your parents i support that blame them for everything but choose the right parent to blame because yeah that your too. dad is the one who cheated and left so yeah. i think he should be the one getting yelled at and not the sweet lady in a matching turban to her shirt giving a toy to charles yeah yes who brings a toy for your dog so the mom's like listen i just wanted to protect you from the pitfalls and maybe that wasn't good because i can see you know you didn't learn to handle adversity and i'll do my best you know there's no book on how to raise children okay there are books on how to raise children but they're very long and they take they have like handbooks and they just talk all about essentialism and (laughs) not it's just it's not 
So now we go to Shep with <laughs> little Craig. Behave! Behave, little Craig! So he walks up to uh, Patricia's, and uh, Patricia's gotten little Craig a little squeaky champagne toy, and she promises that he will not be able to shred that. It's on. Shreddable. It's like Whitney on a guitar. Unshreddable. <laughs> he will be able to shred it, though. My dad calls him the French terrorist. <laughs> shred dead redemption. Gosh. <laughs> Drop dead shred. No, don't die. <laughs> Damn, Phoebe Cates, get out of my head. Shred um. starring Helen Mirren and Bruce Willis. <laughs> Shred-headed stepchild, right? <laughs> so Patricia's like, so we see the new butler come in. And he's like, hello, would you like something? And she's like, hello, have you met Randy the temp? And Chef's like, what is that? He's like, an old-fashioned sort. Wrong! <laughs> um, well, it's um, an old-fashioned sort. Wrong! An old-fashioned sir. Finally, little Craig, could you go to finishing school quicker than that? Where's the buzzer I instructed you to wear in the front of your uniform underpants, Randy? <laughs> Basically, we had a science experiment. We mixed Cooper with Martin Sheen and got Randy. I hope you enjoy him. <laughs> he does have a Martin Sheen, like a bleach blonde Martin Sheen thing going on. <laughs> it's, it's like, this is what happened to Emilio Estevez. We finally... <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> Could you imagine Emilio Estevez is your butler? So put um, on the bus of Randy. Here comes one right now. So Shep's like, is Randy good? And she's like, Randy, he's fine. Nothing can compare to Michael though, but it's nice to have someone fresh to put through training. Here's your old fashioned. Wrong! <laughs> 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 he just falls over. <laughs> Electroshock training. If you ever want to have little baby Randys passing around hors d'oeuvres, you'll learn how to say sir. <laughs> well, let me tell you about little Craig. When he was here last weekend, Peaches was involved in a, let me do my hand flare, violation of sorts. In dog parlance, I would say, oh, a roll in the hay, so to speak. It was almost like little Craig was the architect of his own demise. <laughs> And on cue, little Craig runs off to see his girlfriend, Peaches, and she's behind a little doggy door. And he's like, get back here. You've done enough, mister. And she's like, oh, he can see Peaches. The damage is done. <laughs> and she tells us that little Craig mounted is too strong of a word. He sullied Peaches' reputation. I think that little Craig has to do the honorable thing. I would like to have a wedding. And Shep is like, oh, oh, make an honest doggy out of her. Oh, you think I'm kidding? I don't see anyone in this room getting married anytime soon. So this is the closest thing I got. Someone's got to have a lifeline to your trust fund. Might as well be me and mine. <laughs> so uh, Shep is like, well, so let's give you the wedding you so deeply deserve. Gosh. 
So she's like, well, I don't want to preempt anything if you're going to have another kind of wedding. Our little bells ringing in your ears. And he's like, no, no, Taylor's not the kind of pressure girl to do something like that to me. And she's not pregnant yet. So why would I marry her unless she trapped me into it by not wearing anything, anything to cover my spermatozoa from invading her personal ovary space? <laughs> Cut to Taylor showing up in like a wedding gown at Marcy's. <laughs> We're like, oh, this old thing? I just saw this lying around. But uh, Literally the only person who cares about Marcy, and it's because she's got a life form about to be. You know, Taylor's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. So Taylor uh, is there. Uh, is, I guess, is Taylor a nurse or like a physical therapist or something? She's in Scrubs. Or doctor? She's I don't just, think she's a doctor, but not to be disrespectful. She's in Scrubs. She's with Scrubs. Yeah. I don't know. She wants but, Scrubs. Uh, she actually is like, yeah. actually, I want Scrubs. Scrub is the guy that can hang out with me. So, <laughs> just gonna bastardize Candy Burst's legacy. So, uh, anyway, she's with Marcy, and Marcy's like, Can you believe it? Five weeks until the baby arrives. And <laughs> she's like, I wanna cry. You did the room. It's so pink. And it is. It's it like is. the room is pink, the crib is pink, the light bulbs are pink, Marcy's in pink. Everything that Marcy has gotten for the baby is pink. Okay. I mean, I know, I know that now is probably not time for a lecture on gender identities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and all of that. And so I'll save that because I'm not really that type anyway. But I'm starting to kind of see the point of that. I'm like, wow, this is really uh, this is really putting something on a baby. You know? uh, Can the baby like anything other than pink? I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Are you, what are you going to give her? Like dish towels for her birthday and like a fucking bottle of Dawn dish soap? I mean, let the woman live for Christ's sake. It's a it's a very it's like a it was like it's like a very pale it's like it almost looked like a filter. It was it was a lot. It was like, like it was like it's cherry blossom like, pink. It was the light reflects off of it, and so their faces are pink in the pink room, and it's just <laughs> it like felt like a weird, it's creepy. It's oppressive movie or something. I don't know. Yeah, it also it's oppressive like, pink. It also like lacks imagination. It's just like the easiest thing to go for. Like fine, you know, yeah. like if you wanna, like if you're excited about pink for your your daughter, I mean, like I I also am like guys, like we don't have to like do the obvious thing of like pink and blue, but like if you want to, it's like I'm, it's not a hill I'm I'm going to die on, but at least have creativity. Like you can have pink, but you can also have other colors too. Like not everything has to be pink. How about like something with like a little like a giraffe on it? How about that? Can we get a giraffe, a baby giraffe? Does everything have to be pink florals, Marcy? <laughs> Yeah, it's creepy. I don't like it. So, um, of course, elephant. you know, they're there to talk to talk about babies, you know. So Taylor's like, I want to cry. Just it's so pink. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing five weeks. I'm going to have a baby. And Taylor's <laughs> like, I like it. I think I'm ready for this. Like, I see this. Like, really? You want to see the clothes I got? Look at them. Pink. It's all pink all the time. And Taylor says, in my perfect world. I would get married 30, 31, start having kids by 32, 33, start damaging the kids with emotional trauma around 34, 35. <laughs> and Marcy's like, yeah, well, this is what she's going to wear coming home from the hospital. This is going to surprise you. It's pink. <laughs> and Taylor's like, I just get giddy about seeing the little cute little clothes and the outfits and the stroller. And Shep's clock might not be ticking, but mine is. Shep is the alarm clock after a blackout, just flashing 12, just flashing 12, and that's it. I feel like Shep's clock already ticked down and some bomb already exploded somewhere, and she's just still dating it, you know? It's <laughs> like think, she's dating the spent bomb. 
I think Shep is just a Salvador Dali photo um, p- painting. It's just like a melted clock on the side of a bed. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like it's just melting off the edge of a thing. Surrealism! So, back with Shep and Pat. He's like, I think I might be in the clear as far as weddings go. And she's like, don't kid yourself. And he goes, yeah, I know. Every girl wants to get married. And they all like pink. <laughs> and um, Patricia's like, well, every Southern girl anyway. How long have you been together? Two years? Well, if I hadn't gotten a proposal in four months, I would have washed my hands of you. How many times will she be able to get married, get divorced if she gets every man that much time? I mean, she'll be lucky to make it to a third husband at the rate she's going, Shep. Uh, Taylor made the mistake of being acquiescent. Okay, Shep, you can put your boner down. I know you liked hearing me say that big word. So Shep is happy to continue Add infinitum on his Oh my terms. god, it's through my pants. What are you trying to do to me? Shep, Shep, you know, sometimes we say adult words, okay? So anyway, uh, he's happy to continue <laughs> at infinitum, and I say give him an ultimatum. That was very close to god, me. God, I've got a vocabulary boner. Or two big words and a rhyme. Uh, that's right. You're, you're welcome, Bravo TV, I did for the first time ever on this network. Rhyme ad infinitum with ultimatum. Although they don't quite rhyme, but they rhyme close enough on this show. I had a pun about the Ken Burns Vietnam documentary. I'm going to spooge up this couch real good. (laughs) So it's like Whitney and me are on the George Clooney Warren Beatty track. Um, Which would explain why. Isn't Warren Beatty married to... (laughs) I mean, I think they're both coupled up. I don't know what you two are talking about. I mean, I know that they waited until, like, the gonorrhea had taken place in their throats or whatever, but I'm not sure they're the best example. Does this mean that Shep is going to show up wearing all yellow and an Apple Watch with a fixation for Madonna? (laughs) Well, that's a very specific joke from circa 1990, everyone. So, Shep, uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I don't really see him on the George Clooney track either because I just don't see Shep settling down with someone who is like like this very accomplished um, academic. I know. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, Shep, okay, person. George Clooney may have not had a wife or a baby at your age, but he was on like his 80th job. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, You can't just compare yourself to people who would work in general. Yeah. Okay, um, so then Whitney's like, I don't, oh, mother, I don't want to have regrets. You know, I don't want to say to myself, why didn't I have fun in my 20s, and 30s, and 40s, and 50s, and 60s, 70s? Just want to have fun for the rest of my life, mother. <laughs> Quiet, Whitney, pick up the dog, Pope. You're still the butler. Listen, no one's saying you can't have fun in your 70s. Ow! <laughs> That's right, Randy. Try and learn something while you're in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, this is more dangerous than the Ho Chi Minh Trail. <laughs> so now we go over to Naomi uh, at a coffee shop and we see Naomi ordering drinks. And so, you know, obviously we always watch on every Bravo show them ordering something. But it's really funny when Naomi does it because she's like, uh, hi. <sighs> I'll order a chai. And Lady's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're out of chai. She's like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, it says out of time. I'm such an idiot. I'm such a stupid idiot. <laughs> Ugh, I'm garbage. 
but I feel like it's so Charleston that she didn't just order a chai. She's like, hi, I'll have a foxy chai. <laughs> I didn't get the foxy chai. It's a foxy chai. And so then uh, Craig is, uh, uh, I think Craig call. well, Craig calls and he orders. He he wants her to order something for him or whatever. And he's like, I'll have a chai. And she's like, yeah, they're out of chai. And the, the barista, she does that thing where she does like the smile frown. She's like, mm, I'm sorry about our chai. Well, I guess I'll have some hot tea then. So he arrives and he's looking all around and he's doing his like. (laughs) I know. His weird hiccup burp blowout thing. Like he's all nervous and looking around like he's being followed. He's like, good morning. She's like, why are you grumpy? He goes, I just, I'm not. I'm just, it's morning. I'm just like waking up. And then he like takes his tea and he just like swigs his tea and he's like, ah, my God, that's hot. I'm like, it's tea, (laughs) Craig. (laughs) She's like, wow, you have a better manicure than me, Craig. So did you have fun at Olivia's party? And he's like, um, I mean, I guess, I guess it was fun. I mean, I mean, what what about Catherine? What do you want to talk about? (laughs) And she's like, well, like during the party, Caleb came up to me and he like started going off about Catherine and he was like saying some not nice things, Craig. And it's like flashback of Caleb talking shit about Catherine to Naomi. And so Naomi is like, so I like learned like to never talk like I shouldn't be airing my dirty laundry with other people. That's what I learned from our relationship because like I did that and then Matul probably did that about me. So it's like karma's a bitch, right? So like that's what I'm here to talk about, right? And Craig is like and Craig won't look at her. He hasn't looked at her one time. He just yeah. keeps like looking around, you know, <laughs> seeing if anyone's watching. And she's like, Craig is making me like really uncomfortable. I mean, he's jittery. He's like looking over his shoulder. No eye contact like who's who's coming you know he's acting like he's part of a sting operation he really is he's acting like there are snipers on rooftops all around just like monitoring his moves like waiting for like a metal suitcase to be dropped at his feet yeah so he's like god i don't know why she couldn't tell me this over the phone like why did we have to have coffee to tell me caleb is talking shit like i'm in the middle of a rectangle cutout right now She's like, uh, Craig, it's a TV show. We have to shoot the scene. So um, she's like, so anyway, so anyway, he's talking shit about her. And like, just I'm giving you this information because I think you know what to do with it best because you'll probably like mess it up a little bit. And then Catherine will be mad at you. So I don't know. Have fun with it. Just pretend this information is a butter knife and like Catherine is a wall. Just <laughs> stick it in her and see what happens. He's like, all right, well, I got to go pick up Paige from the airport. God, I hope she doesn't smell me on you. <laughs> She's like, oh, Paige, really? That's so fun. Like, let's do a night out. He goes, I think like one day, maybe. No, seriously. Like, I want to have fun. Like, have um, a drink. Like, it's going to be great. Um, I don't. Mm, well, I think like maybe someday in the in the future i don't know like somewhere out there i don't know but like maybe yeah. not right now like i like to be friends like but like i have like a path that's like taking me someplace and like at the end of the day you get nothing for nothing and that's all you can say for the life of the poor you're my ex-girlfriend and it's not like appropriate to hang out so it's like um you're kidding right so <laughs> craig says I mean, I think that Paige is being, like, really understanding, even though she doesn't understand it because she, like, lives in New York. And, like, in New York, you don't run into your exes. And if you do, you don't hang out with your exes. And also, like, so she's been, like, patient, especially because, like, I hooked up with Naomi when Paige and I were all figuring out our stuff. So, anyway, cool. Bye. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know that Paige wants to be best friends with Naomi, right? <laughs> Paige and Naomi would like- be the best friends they are I they feel would be like so great together i think that yeah. i want that friendship like let us have that let us have Paige and naomi they would sit together well they'd probably go into it they'd see the summer house like they'd sit in a bed together be like oh my god did you see what she was wearing yeah i mean it was ridiculous but look at me i'm like a garbage person oh my god me too totally <laughs> i'm a garbage person like i'll drink like chai when it's not iced it's nuts. Like, oh my god, me too. Yeah, I feel like the, Paige just needs to date Craig for one more year until that relationship is like, oh my god, you will never believe what Craig did today. Oh, I would totally believe it. Lay it on me. And they just bitch about Craig together for the rest oh, of their lives. It would be so great. I would love yeah. that. Um. So anyway, so Naomi's basically like, um, I th- if I thought we weren't on the same page, I would not have asked Craig to coffee. I'm not a weirdo. I'm not trying to get Craig if he has a girlfriend. That's not who I am. And if Paige and Craig feel awkward, that's on them, not on me. Sorry, not sorry about the chai. <laughs> so then we go to Olivia calling Leva. She's in the car. And she's like, um... It's, what are you doing? And Leva's like, um, just over here at work at Republic. Thank God I have the lower leg strength now to not let my son tip me over. So that's how I'm doing. You know, just doing what's essential. It's my religion now. <laughs> Why do you care? What are you doing? And Olivia gets her first ever, well, I'm just in your neck of the woods. Thought I would stop <laughs> by. <laughs> She's going to meet Vanita. Yeah. So love is like, oh, awesome! Heal it up. You know, I love non um, non relationships that heal. Like that's amazing. <laughs> Go, you should heal with that person that you had never met before two weeks ago. You should, you guys should really talk it out. Yeah. So, um, so Vanita is telling us because they're meeting at a coffee shop, and he's like, "Well, with my parents, all I've ever seen is avoidance when it comes to conflict and issues. So I'm gonna try to work through this, etc." So she's still sort of blaming it on her parents. So Vanita, well, so- she says she's gonna step it up, and let me tell you, Vanita, again, like, want to be on your side here. You don't try and work things out by inviting someone to a fucking smooth vegetable smoothie shop i mean what is this this isn't even like a you can't even get a croissant here this is all like straight up healthy shit you guys are supposed to go to happy hour don't you remember your plans from last week i mean she said she likes happy hour hour, so you bring her to fucking celery juice no it's not gonna work it's not gonna work although olivia did spend a few years in la so it might be more effective than you'd think so um uh so anyway so they like they just have to make small talk. Then he's just like, how was the party? You know, and Olivia's like, it was okay. It was awkward. And then Olivia's drink arrives. Olivia got ordered the Popeye's punch, which is very Olivia. I, I don't know why it's Olivia, but I could just imagine her being like, um, I think I'll have the Popeye's punch, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like she'd squeeze open a can of spinach and then just like, when she's slinging it back, it would just go all down her face. I mean, after I've seen her work that fly swatter, I just can't. I can't even trust her with a Popeye spinach swallow. So they do the, like, then it's like, well, you and I had a rocky start, so I want to be able to lay it all on the table. And Olivia's like, I think that you have a false perception of who I am, and you threw out assumptions that I was, like, really thrown off by. Whoa, are you trying to swat flies? Just working on my craft. <laughs> she's like yeah but like when you walked away i mean that just felt dismissive yeah because she was dismissing the art she was walking away because she wasn't gonna have the argument it was dismissive yeah like 
But, there wasn't a feeling. I don't think it was really bad to walk away in that situation. Listen, it's either fight or walk away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Olivia's like, well, okay, I can see how walking away could like be perceived as dismissive, but like I needed time to cool off. Yeah, I felt myself getting heated, and I knew nothing's going to get resolved in this moment. And so Vanita's like, well, I apologize for coming at you hot because it wasn't necessary. So they decide they're going to have a clean slate. And once they decide that, now they have awkward things to talk. Now they just are like, so what do we talk about? Okay. um, Hey, out of curiosity. um, So with all that smoke and heat, why did you still invite Madison to your party? And she's like, oh, well, Madison and I are fine. And the producer said I should invite her. And, uh, And then all of a sudden, like, Austin gave me a whole earful about it. And she's like, yeah, but like I hear one thing and then I hear the other. And so now I'm just going to ask you, are you two dating? And uh, she's like, well, I mean, I don't know dating. We have had tachos while he (laughs) cried about medicine for three hours. So there was that. I think he wiped a booger on my elbow skin. Does that even make any sense? But he was wiping his nose and then he grabbed my weenus, which is the skin right here on your elbow. I don't know. I left and it was crusty and I don't want to blame him if it's something he didn't do, but I think he did it. Any of that make sense? And Vina's like, so do you think Madison knows that? And she goes, why does it matter? And she goes, well, a part of her still feels like she's entitled to know what's going on. and It's not worth it. Like, She's engaged, and she doesn't have to worry about that now, but, like, she does. Guess who else doesn't have to worry about it? You. Why are you talking about this? Why is this your discussion? What Madison feels about Austin? Like, this this is a mess. It was a little odd to go. It was odd to go from clean slate to let's be gossipy together. I was like, this feels strange. I don't know what you talk about after you declare a clean slate. Um, What are your hobbies? Yeah. So tell me did about you, yourself. What did you do in LA? What do you do? Like, why is why is it? What did your friend? What did my does my friend deserve what you're doing with her boyfriend? It's like what? What do you? Yeah, it was weird. But, Wrong road. Yeah, it was strange. Uh, but in the yeah. end, Olivia gets a bad espresso shot, and they laugh. So now we yes. go to uh, Caleb's mom's house, Debbie. And uh, he comes in and she's like, well, what are you drinking? He's like, I want brown. She's he's like, I want brown stuff. So he wants to have like crown and Coke. And she's like, hold on. I got a, I got a Coke in here. I got a Coke. Hold on one second. And she's just like, she's just like, then the rest of the scene is just like her in the fridge. Like, Isn't this the it's every mom here. scene where you go to your mom's house? Do you have a Diet Coke? I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. We always have one in there for when you come over. Eddie, would you find the Diet Coke? No, it's on the second shelf I yes, told you. Yes, I was about to you. say, He'll it turns it. into a parent thing. Like, yes. that's, it turns into my dad way. being like, it's, no, behind behind the lettuce. No, would you listen to me? Behind the lettuce. Behind there. No. Okay. Well, then maybe it's, okay, maybe it's downstairs. Go to the outside garage. <laughs> go, to the, go to the garage refrigerator. Jesus. Like, I don't need do the, I have to do I don't it? Need it? It would be easier if I just did it. It would be easier if I just did it. I'm not going to do it. I'm telling you that. I do everything in this fucking house. So you, you can't get a Diet Coke? I mean, come on. It's there, though. And it's then, there, though. Don't worry about it. And then, and then my dad will come back with a thing. Okay, he'll say, okay, we don't have a Diet Coke. We have orange juice. It's like, well, that's not even close to being the same. <laughs> At my house, it's... No, no, that's a Coke Zero. He doesn't like that. It's a different kind of fake sugar. The Diet Coke. Come on, Eddie. Come on. <laughs> so, but Debbie... I just started bringing my own Diet Coke. And then they're like, why would you bring a Diet Coke? Why would you do that? 
that's rude to, to just assume that we're not going to have Diet Cokes like we don't take care of our guests. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm trying to keep my parents together. That's what I'm doing. See, okay? Vanita, this is what you're missing out on. Petty arguments about sodas. Okay, do you really need this in your life? So- this is what you should have asked her. This is what you should have asked her after you guys made up. You should have said, Olivia, do you have a Diet Coke candy? <laughs> <laughs> so Debbie is in that fridge looking for this soda and Caleb's like, I'll, it's fine. I'll just have, I'll just have this on the rocks. It's fine. It's fine. So they finally like sit down and she's like, well, what's wrong with you? What's going on? Cause he's like, oh, I'm tired. And she's like, well, what's, she's like, what's that thing on your, what's that thing on your shoes? A little a tag. He's like, yeah, it's a tag. It's the style. It's the drip. It's like a luggage tag. You kids, you kids in your styles. Okay. <laughs> And the mom's like, that's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I'm going back to so, looking for the coat. <laughs> yeah. So they start talking about Catherine. And he's like, well, it's just that we went through stuff recently, you know? Because, like, there's this girl named Naomi. And her and Catherine, like, they dislike each other. And then we got to talking. And then it just kind of bit me in the ass, you know, Mom? <laughs> mm. Some details missing there. But yeah. Okay. Some, some minor stuff. And uh, and then we see three days ago, Catherine was telling him, I'm just hurt by you because this was embarrassing and that's on you. And I don't know how to move forward. You know. And then she like serves like five wet meatballs. So then <laughs> so Caleb is like, I just don't want to be in a relationship with someone that I'm thinking negatively about. So Debbie's like probably the sixth time she's heard this she's like okay here's what just make a list if you can think about more things you dislike about the damn person than, than you like about the damn person it's just not gonna work out baby okay do we have to go over this how many more times do i have to explain this to you i mean you're an you're you're allegedly a genius at the genius bar figure this out yeah so then we go to craig's house did you know that uh, olivia's last name is flowers I did not know that. Did not. I don't. Know I don't that. know why that made me giggle, but I was like, "Of course, your name is fucking. Al- of course, you're like an Ashley Madison print." Is that you know what I mean? <laughs> Ashley, is Ashley Madison the flower dresses? Who used no. to make the flower dresses? Ashley Madison's like the cheating. Uh, that's, the cheating that's website. Like, uh, Kristen Takeman's husbands. I think. Yes, but who used to make those flowery dresses? Charlotte that people used to- No. No. Laura uh, Ashley. L- yes, Laura Ashley dresses. Okay. Yes, of course you're a Laura Ashley print for a last name. <laughs> Took a while to get there, but it still was funny. Um, what, did you watch? Thanks, did you I'll, watch, find that, watch I'll find that Coke any second. <laughs> did you watch Watch What Happens Live afterwards? Is that why? No, you did you? I watched the first five minutes where it was like, I forget what it was. It was like, she wants, she doesn't like hair picks. And she and Austin thinks that her dog's nipple is a dick. It was something like that. And <laughs> she um, doesn't like the word racism, and she loves Ace's bassism. It's <laughs> Catherine and Olivia from Southern Jar. Andy asked Catherine, like, "Oh, so now that you've seen that scene from last week, like, uh, what do you think about like what Caleb said?" And she's like, "Um, they're both crazy." But then he didn't, he didn't like follow up with like, uh, but didn't that make you, he didn't do any kind of uh, questions like, but doesn't that like, he talks so much shit about, about Naomi. Do you change your opinion about Naomi? But I guess I'll save that for probably the reunion when he'll try to have a mending moment. He does not watch this show. Okay. He does not, he doesn't have a follow up question because he doesn't want, did he do this nod where he's like, 
while she talks he leans back in his chair and his one ankle is crossed over his knee and he's like leaning back in the chair and you can tell he's staring <laughs> like one eye is staring at an exit sign and the other is like why isn't there an exit sign on that door and he's well, not listening at all he's just like there were two like super hot bartenders in basically like like vests like shirtless with only like a little vest on so he probably was just looking at that as would i by the way so um it was they were good looking so anyway um so caleb uh so oh it's over that scene's over <laughs> God, they really were good looking you got i'm like huh no no i didn't i got i got lost in my notes so now we go to craig's house <laughs> i got lost in my notes i did so he's like <laughs> um if i had a kitchen i'd make you breakfast but instead we'll order something isn't that cute and Paige is like ha, 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 that's so cute God, that is literally falling in love with someone's potential right there, which you're never supposed to do. <laughs> wow, if I had a kitchen, if I had a spaceship, we'd be in space right now. If I had a horse, we could ride it together into the sunset. Isn't that cute? And he's like, get a kitchen. Finish your fucking kitchen. How about that? <laughs> Finish your kitchen. So um, he's like, do you want some coffee? I've got like a Keurig so I can make coffee. Do you want something maple flavored? She's like, <laughs> Maple flavored. Ugh. She goes, what about vanilla or apple cider flavored? Gross. Kill or, me. Kill me. Why don't you just kill me in my face? What about mint or oh my God. peppermint Just heights? bleed me out. Oh, my God. Treat me like halal. Slip, me, slip my throat and just bleed me out. Why don't you? Disgusting. Uh, I've got a coffee here. It says it tastes like French fries. You want French fries coffee? Is that sound good? Oh my to god! You, I just got impaled through my butthole to my brain. Like I'm dead now. I'm literally dead. Could you just have regular coffee, <laughs> Craig? If you know anything about me, I hate mint. Just do normal. <laughs> so, um, uh, they he they basically, I guess his house is under renovation, and so everything's on these. It's just like a mess in there. And Paige, of course, is already like planning her future nostalgia. She's like, I feel like there's like a time when we're going to be like, remember when we had the kitchen in the living room? Like, isn't this moment so cute in the future? This is such a cute moment for us in the future. Um, and he's like, wow, the page is comfortable here when the house is like this. It's like an incredible sign. And she's like, let's go outside. Wow, this is really good coffee. Wow, she's such a cheerleader. <laughs> I just want a girl who can support me when I press a button on a machine and give her the beverage that comes out a little bit later. Yeah, because, you know, like, I don't normally do hot beverages. She's what are you talking about, Craig? You drink hot tea every night. He's like, yeah, but that's before bed. So that doesn't count in ever when I say never. You know what I mean? You know, I only like ice, so maybe I'll get an iced coffee maker. Is that a thing? She's like, no. <laughs> Craig, it's called putting ice in your coffee. <laughs> your ice cream maker, and your ice, your ice coffee maker, it's your hands reaching into the freezer. <laughs> Actually, it's so hard though. It really is hard. They have things that you can buy that you freeze and then you pour the coffee over this cup, and I guess it freezes the coffee. I bought um, those little gel ice cubes. They're filled with something. They're like plastic ice cubes that are filled with something. And I froze those. And I was like, yeah, then I'm going to put those into a shaker. And then I'm going to shake that up. And then I'll have non-watered down iced coffee. But it just made it like lukewarm. Well, listen, let me tell you something. First of all, there are cold brew things where you can. But those are more about like that you can steep. It makes it easier to steep. All you yeah, do. Yeah, no, something let, that makes it in a minute. Okay, I, here's what, what, here's what I do. Okay, first of all, okay. make your coffee really strong. 
I don't mind getting like a little watered down, but but so here's my glass. This is a crap is on demand exclusive right now because I just did this an hour ago. I'm just telling you, if you tell me that you make coffee and you put it over ice, I'm going to be pissed if that's what this story is. But go ahead. While you were saying you were having an issue that your ice is that your coffee is lukewarm when you do it, right? You said your coffee is lukewarm and watered down. Okay. Well, I can't help you. So my solution is you make your coffee stronger so that way when it gets watered down, it gets to the normal. And when a lot of times when I ask people, when I say just put the coffee over ice, they put the ice like here, like it's soda. Okay. The ice has to go all the way to the top of whatever you're doing. It has to go all the way to the top. You pour the coffee in, the coffee's going to melt the water, but then it eventually gets normal. But if you do like a normal amount of ice that you would for soda, like basically like the bottom half or bottom third, you're not going to get, it's not going to be cold enough and you get that weird lukewarm. But if you put the ice all the way to the tippy top, no, I was cold. putting the frozen the fr- it's not ice it's like plastic ice cubes. Well, that that's freeze, on you. You know, what I, I mean, you're well, putting Well, cuz I'm trying different ways. I drink iced coffee, so normally I just pour it over ice and just deal with a watered down coffee. And so this week I was like I'm figuring this shit out and I've been trying to find the perfect way. And now I'm just going back to my old way, which is brewing it before I go to bed in the morning. It's room temperature, pour it over ice, you're done. Okay? What? That's how we're going to have to deal with it. It's 2022, it's not 2050. We don't have a, a convenient way to do it yet well why don't you put how my how did you fill your glass all the way up to the top with your with your plastic cubes yeah but oh. they don't the reason that it chills so much with regular cubes is because that water integrates Goes, yeah. into the but these you i just i think i have to do two shakers like pour it over one shaker of ice shake it then pour the lukewarm over another shaker of the fake ice and shake mm-hmm. it and then pour it over real but it's just that's a lot of work and then it's i have a like lot. a little strainer that i'm strained i clean the ice in to strain it and so now i've got this weird strainer of fake ice next to my sink and it just feels like it's too it feels like you're making too much effort for something that should be enjoyable you know just what make i mean your coffee stronger make your coffee stronger well i do have i'm gonna start getting those cafe bustello pots because that's shit's that's some crack that comes oh. out oh i guess that's the thing if you have if you're doing the pod system you can't um you can't control the strength as much right because it's like a set right. amount yeah. and they have this new one that they call an iced coffee brew thing and it has a coffee and then it has a pitcher but then you just pour ice in the pitcher so it's not really brewing it's just you're it's just putting water in your it's oh is that the thing where it's coffee. like it's got the like, core oh yeah I mean, yeah, I know I what you're know. saying. Anyway. Listen, I'm sympathetic to what you're saying. I'm just saying that, like, for right now, I think just a stronger brew yeah, with it a, is a what glass it is. at the top of ice. Yeah. You know what else I don't like? Like, electrical poles outside with, like, mm. how the electricity runs. But yeah. you know what? We need electricity. And right now, that's as far as we've gotten. So guess what? The future's not yet. Just keep waiting. Okay? Keep, yeah. Maybe I can make a quick iced coffee that doesn't taste like water by the time I'm, like, 80. You need, like, but a blast we'll chiller or something like that. You know? Oh, yes. what about, like, an ice cream machine? Would that be weird if you put your – your? probably would not yeah. be good to put, like, boiling hot coffee into an ice cream machine. <laughs> probably would I just come with canister. blue lips. I'm like, ouch. So anyway, they're talking like, oh, my God, we're going to have all these memories of drinking uh, you trying to kill me with, like, maple coffee. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to have a grill. And over there, it's going to be where our kids are playing. She's like, oh, my God. And you should put speakers all over so we could, like, party hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, he's, like, he's basically saying um, that he's, like, already thinking about, like, you know, I want to have like a big family with three or four kids. And then like, you know, that's what I'm like renovating my house with that vision of mine because like work 
smarter, not harder. Am I right? So anyway, <laughs> we're not engaged yet, but I think I found my person. Yeah. So, wow, look at us. We're going to be sitting here at 80 years old on these rocking chairs. These are actually real rocking chairs. Wow. Hmm. Wow. They're real. Uh, wow. As opposed to those fake rocking chairs you're used to in the city. <laughs> what the hell? New York City does not have real rocking chairs, okay? The only place you can get real rocking chairs, apparently, is Craig's house and the Charlotte airport. So, <laughs> Oh, my God, yeah. Those they've rocking got a chairs. lot of them there. So, know, they've uh, got a whole rocking chair atrium. Yeah, there. there's like that hallway with just like rocking chairs. So You've uh, never had Burger King until you've had it in a rocking chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that Burger King next to a Panda Express in Charlotte? <laughs> so um, we've been to that airport a lot. So uh, now we go over to Patricia's house. And for some reason, they decide to end this episode with this very strange, quote unquote, cliffhanger. So uh, <laughs> Erica, the party planner, comes over and Patricia's like, I want to have a dog wedding. So she's like, okay, cool. So who is Shep marrying? No, a re- like a an actual, <laughs> not metaphorical dog. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's in a big wedding. She's talking like she wants Patricia to die on the spot. You know those voices? Like I think it's like a specific Southern lady voice. Anybody raised in the South knows this. Hi, I'm so excited for your party. It means like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. I've always hated you. I'm gonna poison all of your guests. <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna so it's gonna be 25 people might be the only wedding I throw. So listen, if 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 Whitney ever gets married, I have the wedding all planned out. Okay, medieval cathedral, florist from Paris, Valentino doing the mother of the groom dress, shock buzzer on the new butler. Here, let's try that one out right now. <laughs> Ow, sir! Never gets old. Oh, Randy. <laughs> But like who will officiate? Who is gonna officiate? This is gonna be wild. I can't wait to hear what you say. Well, both of the dogs go to the same vet, Dr. Burger. So I'm hoping Dr. Burger will do it. <laughs> Bringing in a new cast member to be the officiant. I'm surprised. I'm surprised this wasn't a moment of like, well, we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna dig out Thomas Ravenel to give a speech. When two dogs come together, they have a little dog, and the election was stolen. Thank you very much. Um. So, do you want us to pass champagne? So, can you do it in coops? Not little gay people, please. <laughs> Not that kind, but... The coupe glasses. And she goes, oh, sure. We can do those things from the 50s, those 50s coupes. Actually, they're from the 20s. God, have I made a mistake? What am I doing with this idiot? I can hear you. Sorry, I thought that was my inside voice. Ow! I told you to tell me to use my inside voice, Randy. Useless. Now, I want a steel magnolia cake in the shape of an armadillo. And uh, I want you to do it this week. And Erica's like, this week, a party for 25 people? I have to do that in one week? 25 people in your backyard? I mean, the venue's already been figured out and you already have a butler, so you sort of have a staff. I got to figure this out in one week? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, Eric is like, oh my god, it's taken me six years to realize that there are sweaters with sort of glitter in them and big pink stripes. I've just figured that out now. I could not possibly get this done in a week. <laughs> and then it says, to be continued. So I guess it was like a tongue-in-cheek to be continued. I'm not sure. But um, I guess next week we'll see if this doggy wedding works out all right. Looks like it will. One hopes. I mean, and praise. so that brings us to the end of Watch What Crappens. That is the end. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for watching. We'll be back next week with a whole new slate of recaps. So uh, we will catch you there. Have a wonderful, safe, lovely, and relaxing weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. We talk to her daily, it's Kaylee. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Hail the cork master. The master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite murder. Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.